Hey, welcome to the C3 Auckland podcast. If you'd like more information about our church, head to c3church.org.nz. We hope you enjoy this message. Fantastic. Well, it is so good to be with you here today, church, and I'm really hoping that I can encourage you all today. The title of my message is called Challenge Points, When the Going Gets Tough. And I thought that was fairly appropriate for the moment that we're in. Because I wanna challenge us because I think challenge is actually good for us. I think it shifts us from one place to another. It takes us to a new level. And when I think about challenge, I don't know why, but I get that, uh, that scene from a, a old, a reality show TV called The Biggest Loser, where there's a lady on the treadmill uh, and she's going for it and she's trying her best, but she just wants to give up. It's getting tough. But there, alongside her is her trainer, her coach, who's standing beside the treadmill saying, you can do it, you've got this, don't give up, don't quit, you can make it through. She challenges her to keep going and by the end of it, she finishes the goal and she gets where she needs to get. She has a life that is transformed literally over weeks uh, because she is challenged to keep going. She's challenged by the trainers. Everyone in the program is challenged by the trainers. They're challenged by the example of each other as they go through the process. And they're challenged every week as they stand on the scales and see what is happening in their lives. And by the end of the show, they are different people. And sometimes I think we see challenge, you know, that challenge from others uh, in a negative light, like it's a bad thing. But I really want to encourage us to shift our perspective because I think challenge is the pathway for change. You see, God wants to bring heaven to earth, to change a world in pain, confusion and chaos. He wants to establish His kingdom and His reign and to reconcile all people and all nations to Himself. We, as the local church here in the city of Auckland, are part of the instrument of His grand plan. The local church truly is the hope of the world. And this vision that we are running with here at C3, to see people saved, connected, discipled, and influencing the world for good is part of this. We need to be light. In a moment of darkness, we need to be light. And our good works need to show God to a hurting world. And this month, we have the challenge to resource this vision in a significant way. And as our world and as our country grapples with a pandemic, we're in a tough moment. We're like that lady on the treadmill. We're like, no, stop, I wanna get off. But I feel like the Holy Spirit and, and Scripture and the, the people of the past are saying, no, come on, you've got this. Remember to whom you belong. Remember to whom you serve. He is amazing and He's got this and He's got us. 
So I will want to look at a key scripture here today uh, that if we accept the challenge that the Apostle Paul brings, we can move into a new place and a higher level of influence. Does that sound good? Yes, I think so. So 2 Corinthians 8, 7 says this. You do well and excel in every respect, in unstoppable faith, in powerful preaching, in revelation knowledge, in your passionate devotion, and in sharing the love we have shown to you. So make sure that you also excel in grace-filled generosity. I'm not saying this as though I were issuing an order, but to stir you to greater love by mentioning the enthusiasm of the Macedonians as a challenge to you. For you have experienced the extravagant grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, that although He was infinitely rich, He impoverished Himself for our sake, so that by His poverty, we could become rich beyond measure. Now the context of this scripture, 2 Corinthians is a letter written by the Apostle Paul to the Christian church in Corinth after there has been some attack on uh, Paul's integrity and to which the church had responded in support to him. It is a deeply personal, vulnerable letter touching on Many themes that are familiar to us, suffering, what is the ministry of the church during this time and its people, the true nature of the gospel and of Christian giving. Corinth was an international city. It had many intellectual and religious influences and it was a leading business centre in ancient Greece that was characterised by luxury, materialism and inequality. Many had too little and some had more than enough. And Paul had founded the church and spent over a year there before moving on to other cities. And the context of this particular verse, 8 and 9, chapters 8 and 9, is that they're taking up a collection to help fellow Christians in Jerusalem who are suffering through a famine. In a time of famine, the poor from surrounding countryside flood into the city and they had become Christians. But the church had been persecuted and was also economically affected. They were overwhelmed and needed help. And Paul knew what this offering would mean to those in need. It was more than food. It was more than provision for their physical needs. He knew that it would come across as a tangible touch of God. And we all know that when we are in need and no one helps us, it's bewildering, heartbreaking, and people ask, where is God in this? But when you are in need and someone goes out of their way to help, there is relief, there is hope, and a sense that God really is real. And I, I just think we need to show the world that God is real. We need to be a type of place that comes to the needs, meets the needs of those in trouble to bring relief, hope, and God into every situation. Paul also knows that this offering that 
is to be taken up by the Gentile Christians would be an amazing show of unity uh, in bringing the Jewish Christians and the Gentile Christians together. Paul was always passionate about seeing the vision of all nations and all people under God. So he issues a challenge to the churches, both in Corinth and in Macedonia, the Philippian church in Thessalonica. And I wanna look through these three challenges as a challenge to us to see what we can take on board from the scripture. So firstly, the challenge of the apostle to raise the bar. 2 Corinthians 8, 7 says this, you do well and excel in every respect, in unstoppable faith, in powerful preaching, in revelation knowledge, in your passionate devotion and in sharing the love we have shown to you. So make sure that you also excel in grace-filled generosity. To excel is to go beyond the normal. It's going from a C to an A or an A plus. It involves extra work, it's over and above, it's going beyond, it's asking the question, what more can I do? And I would love us to excel in grace-filled generosity this month. You know, after our last lockdown, I felt challenged for us to do more as a church. You know, the intention is always there, but there's always so much going on. It's hard to enter new spaces. And then I saw a news clip where uh, a number of food banks were overwhelmed with the need and, and people were stressed out and, you know, burdened and there was more need than could be met. And I thought, man, we can do something about that. We've got buildings, we've got people, let's get involved. And so what we've done is we've come back and we've set up shelves in a room and, and we've asked for food and we've built a team of volunteers and we've gone out to our partners and beyond the church and our members uh, into the community and say, give us some families that we can bless that are in need. And, you know, these requests have come back with these families with six kids, eight kids, um, some with parents in jail. And, and I'm like overwhelmed, like the need is so real. I think last month we did 60 boxes out into our community. And, and we want to do more, but we need more food and more things. So if you're in the food chain, chain of knowledge, you know, please get in, in contact. But that's what I mean about going beyond what we're currently doing. I'm so excited about it. And one of the coolest things we do as part of it is uh, we've partnered up with the Flower Mission and every care box has a beautiful bunch of flowers that have been donated. And to me, that is excelling in grace-filled generosity. It is showing God. It's more than just meeting your needs. It's like a kiss from God saying, I know you, I see you, I love you, I care. Let's raise the bar. Can I ask you this question? How can you excel in grace-filled generosity? The second challenge in the scripture is the challenge of the Macedonians. The challenge to be spurred on by others. 
in 2 Corinthians 8, 8, it says, I'm not saying this, Paul's saying, I'm not saying this as if I'm telling you what to do, but I'm telling you this to stir you to a greater love by mentioning the enthusiasm of the Macedonians as a challenge to you. The Macedonians were poor, yet they gave with overflowing joy from what they had. They had pleaded to be involved in this collection for the Christians in Jerusalem. And, you know, it it was intended to spur the church at Corinth on. And I think the example of other people can stir us on to go beyond what we normally uh, get involved with. Last year when we were in C3 Suva, I was speaking at a women's conference there and I sat down and I spoke to the other speaker at the conference who was a local Fijian. And she was talking to me about sending missionaries to Cambodia. And I was like, what? We're sending mission support to Fiji and and you guys are sending missionaries to Cambodia and you're passionate about a place that we're passionate about and as she talked about what they were doing I was like oh I'm stirred up about if you can do that then we can do that and and surely we can do more the challenge of the Macedonians who is spurring you on? Can I ask that question? Who is spurring you on to greater joy and freedom and good works? The last challenge is the challenge of Christ, to be transformed by Christ's example. 2 Corinthians 8, 9 says, For you have experienced the extravagant grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, that although He was infinitely rich. He impoverished himself for our sake so that by his poverty, we could become rich beyond measure. Paul puts Jesus front and centre of his discourse on giving. Jesus reveals who God is, his extravagance and his grace. Jesus is God with us. Jesus, through his death on the cross, took on sin and death, and they have been dealt with permanently. All who believe in Jesus now have hope of eternal life. And by his stripes, we are healed. I am always in awe and humbled when I'm challenged by Christ. And his love and his sacrifice has transformed me. You have to let Christ and his example touch your heart and move you and shift you and change you to become the person that can be like him, who can pour their lives out for the sake of others. You know, later in the month, we're gonna show a testimony of a couple in our church, an amazing couple in our church who were caught up in heaviness, addiction, and lack. They came into one of our church meetings. They gave their lives to Christ and instantly and radically were changed 
Now there is joy, reconciliation of family members, a thankfulness and a spirit of generosity. When we filmed it, I came away just with a sense of, man, gosh, you're amazing. This hasn't happened by human effort or arm twisting or teaching or or good intentions. It's just Jesus who makes broken things beautiful. Can I ask you, what is your response to Jesus? See, Paul gives us these three challenges to raise the bar, to be spurred on by others and to be transformed by Christ. And it should move us individually and collectively from apathy to empathy, from contributing to generous giving, from love to extravagant love, from intention to action. There is a world out there that needs to know the love of God. And my passion is that even in this tough time, we would step up to the challenge and really live out our faith, excel in giving and bring a little bit of heaven to earth. We hope you enjoyed this message. If you'd like to know more about our church or to find out what's coming up, check out c3church.org.nz.